Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton, Book 11, Lines 208 through 422. Adam's words to Eve at the end of our last selection concerning the observation of violence in nature, presaging a change in their own state, prove true. He erred not. For by this the heavenly bands down from a sky of jasper lighted now in paradise, and on a hill made halt. A glorious apparition had not doubt and carnal fear that day dimmed Adam's eye. Not that more glorious when the angels met Jacob in Mahanaim, where he saw the field pavilioned with his guardians bright, nor that which on the flaming mount appeared in Dothan, covered with a camp of fire, against the Syrian king, who to surprise one man, assassin-like, had levied war, war unproclaimed. The princely hierarch in their bright stand there left his powers, to seize possession of the garden. He alone, to find where Adam sheltered, took his way, not unperceived of Adam, who to Eve, while the great visitant approached, thus spake, Eve, now expect great tidings, which perhaps of us will soon determine or impose new laws to be observed. For I descry, from yonder blazing cloud that veils the hill, one of the heavenly host, and by his gate, none of the meanest, some great potentate, or of the thrones above, such majesty invests him coming, yet not terrible that I should fear, nor sociably mild as Raphael that I should much confide, but solemn and sublime, whom not to offend with reverence I must meet, and thou retire. He ended, and the archangel soon drew nigh, not in his shape celestial, but as man clad to meet man. Over his lucid arms a military vest of purple flowed, livelier than Meliboan, or the grain of Sarah, worn by kings and heroes old in time of truce. Iris had dipped the wolf. His starry helm unbuckled showed him prime in manhood, where youth ended. By his side, as in a glistening zodiac, hung the sword, Satan's dire dread, and in his hand the spear. Adam bowed low. He, kingly, from his state inclined not, but his coming thus declared, Adam, heaven's high behest no preface needs, sufficient that thy prayers are heard, and death then do by sentence when thou didst transgress, defeated of his seizure many days given thee of grace, wherein thou mayest repent, and one bad act with many deeds well done mayest cover. Well may then thy Lord, appeased, redeem thee quite from death's rapacious claim, but longer in this paradise to dwell, permits not. To remove thee, I am come, and send thee from the garden forth, to till the ground whence thou wast taken, fitter soil. He added not, for Adam at the news heart-struck with chilling gripe of sorrow stood, that all his senses bound. Eve, who unseen yet all had heard, 
with audible lament discovered soon the place of her retire. Oh, unexpected stroke, worse than of death! Must I thus leave thee, paradise? Thus leave thee, native soil, these happy walks and shades, fit haunt of gods, where I had hoped to spend, quiet, though sad, the respite of that day that must be mortal to us both. O flowers that never will in other climate grow, my early visitation, and my last at even, which I bred up with tender hand from the first opening bud, and gave ye names. Who now shall rear ye to the sun, or rank your tribes, and water from the ambrosial fount? The lastly nuptial bower, by me adorned with what to sight or smell was sweet, from thee how shall I part? and whither wander down into a lower world, to this obscure and wild? How shall we breathe in other air less pure, accustomed to immortal fruits? Whom thus the angel interrupted, mild. Lament not, Eve, but patiently resign what justly thou hast lost, nor set thy heart thus overfond on that which is not thine. Thy going is not lonely. With thee goes thy husband, whom to follow thou art bound. Where he abides, think there thy native soil. Adam, by this from the cold sudden damp recovering, and his scattered spirits returned, to Michael thus his humble words addressed. Celestial, whether among the thrones or named of them the highest, for such of shape may seem prince above princes. Gently hast thou told thy message, which might else in telling wound, and in performing end us. What besides of sorrow and dejection and despair our frailty can sustain, thy tidings bring. Departure from this happy place, our sweet recess, and only consolation left familiar to our eyes. All places else inhospitable appear, and desolate, nor knowing us, nor known. And if by prayer incessant I could hope to change the will of him who all things can, I would not cease to weary him with my assiduous cries. But prayer against his absolute decree no more avails than breath against the wind blown stifling back on him that breathes it forth. Therefore to his great bidding I submit. This most afflicts me, that departing hence, as from his face, I shall be hid. Deprived his blessed countenance, here I could frequent with worship place by place where he vouchsafed presence divine. And to my sons relate, on this mount he appeared. Under this tree stood visible, among these pines his voice I heard, here with him at this fountain talked. So many grateful altars I would rear of grassy turf, and pile up every stone of luster from the brook in memory, or monument to ages, and thereon offer sweet-smelling gums and fruits and flowers. In yonder nether world where shall I seek his bright appearances, or footstep trace? For though I fled him angry, yet recalled to life prolonged and promised race, I now gladly behold, though but his utmost skirts of glory, and far off his steps 
adore. To whom thus Michael, with regard benign, Adam, thou knowest heaven his, and all the earth, not this rock only. His omnipresence fills land, sea, and air, and every kind that lives, fomented by his virtual power and warmed. All the earth he gave thee to possess and rule. No despicable gift. Surmise not, then, his presence to these narrow bounds confined of paradise or Eden. This had been, perhaps, thy capital seat, from whence had spread all generations, and had hither come from all the ends of the earth to celebrate and reverence thee, their great progenitor. But this preeminence thou hast lost, brought down to dwell on even ground now with thy sons. Yet doubt not, but in valley and in plain, God is, as here, and will be found alike present, and of his presence many a sign still following thee, still compassing thee round with goodness and paternal love, his face express, and of his steps the track divine, which that thou mayest believe, and be confirmed ere thou from hence depart. No, I am sent to show thee what shall come in future days to thee, and to thy offspring. Good with bad expect to hear, supernal grace contending with sinfulness of men, thereby to learn true patience, and to temper joy with fear and pious sorrow, equally inured by moderation either state to bear, prosperous or adverse. So shalt thou lead safest thy life, and best prepared endure thy mortal passage when it comes. Ascend this hill. Let Eve, for I have drenched her eyes, here sleep below, while thou to foresight wakest, as once thou slept'st, while she to life was formed. To whom thus Adam gratefully replied, Ascend, I follow thee, safe guide, the path thou leadest me, and to the hand of heaven submit, however chastening, to the evil turn my obvious breast, arming to overcome by suffering, and earn rest from labor won, if so I may attain. So both ascend in the visions of God. It was a hill of paradise the highest from whose top the hemisphere of earth, in clearest ken, stretched out to the amplest reach of prospect lay. Not higher that hill, nor wider looking round whereon, for different cause, the tempter set our second Adam in the wilderness, to show him all earth's kingdoms and their glory. His eye might there command wherever stood city of old, or modern fame, the seat of mightiest empire. From the destined walls of Cambalu, seat of Cathayan Can, and Samarkand by Oxus, Tamir's throne, to Paquin of Sinaean kings, and thence to Agra and Lahore of Great Mogul, down to the golden Chersonese, or where the Persian in Ekbatan sat, or since in Hispahan, or where the Russians are in Moscow, or the Sultan in Byzance, Turkestan born. Nor could his eye not ken the empire of Negus, to his utmost port Ercoco, and the less maritime kings, Mombaza and Quiloa and Meland, 
and Sofala through Ophir to the realm of Congo and Angola farthest south. Of thence from Niger flood to Atlas mount the kingdoms of Almanzor, Fez and Sus, Morocco and Algiers, and Tremizin. On Europe thence, and where Rome was to sway the world, in spirit perhaps he also saw rich Mexico, the seat of Montezuma, and Cusco in Peru, the richer seat of Atabalipa, and yet unspoiled Guyana, whose great city Garion's sons call El Dorado. But to nobler sights, Michael, from Adam's eyes the film removed, which that false fruit that promised clearer sight had bred, then purged with euphrasy and rue the visual nerve, for he had much to see. And from the well of life three drops instilled, so deep the power of these ingredients pierced, even to the inmost seat of mental sight, that Adam, now enforced to close his eyes, sunk down, and all his spirits became entranced, but him the gentle angel by the hand soon raised, and his attention thus recalled. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, twill be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. <laughs>